I apologize in advance. My name is Steven, and I'm crashing this episode. Sorry. Hey, guys. Welcome back. We're going to jump right into today's episode because we have our very first guest. So excited. He is always down for an Aperol spritz, coffee date, or will make your brunch while you watch Love Island. He has grown his Instagram to over 15,000 followers and has become a brand ambassador god. Working with brands like Panago Pizza, Staples, Heineken, my personal favorite, and so many more. When he's not posting about a brand, he is traveling around the world documenting every single moment on his aesthetically pleasing Instagram feed. Please welcome to the We Apologize in Advance podcast, Stephen Kovic. Woo, that is an intro. My God. I mean, we're professional when we have to, you know? I love it. It makes me sound so, uh, yeah, professional, so blogger-esque in a way. Well, honestly, you are the queen. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for coming. This is so exciting. I'm this is excited. very exciting because I know, like, our episode's not live yet. Not live like, yet. I mean, it'll be live when this episode goes live. When you're hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the one from last week, like, we went, like, into, like, a deep dive of, like, what Tony Rose and I do, like, working here with influencers. So it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting to get, like, your side of it onto all these questions that we're going to be asking you. Yeah, I'm excited. And I think the industry's, like, changed and so much from, like, a couple of years ago. It's grown a ton. Yeah. And I think it's always different in, like, different markets as well. So, like, Vancouver, Toronto, New York is going to be different. Different, so it's cool and even like platform to platform because we're mostly well versed in the youtube world and we're like trickling into instagram yeah, if starting, i'm being totally starting. honest so cool. like i'm very interested to get your side of stuff and i mean talking about our last episode about our job that's how we met you we did work here um although we're not going to name the company but you used to work <laughs> at this company with us we started in the sales together you have to sign a non Disclosure agreement or something? (laughs) 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 We did. Yeah, we met a long time ago, almost two and a half years ago. Yeah, it's a long time. How long did you work here for? Honestly, like four months. Okay. Uh, It's because I worked here, then I moved back to Toronto, and then I moved back like six or seven months later. But so it's here very short, but I've maintained a lot of friendships here. So I always feel, I think people think I've been here longer. (laughs) And someone's like, you've been here for like a year. I'm like, oh no, it was four months. But I came at a really good time. I came for the Christmas party. I came for like summer games, like a lot of things. So it was really fun. And then you quit and then became a full fledged influencer. Well, not right away, but like, a year and a bit later, but I only did it after I had a job like last year in June and then I finally just hated it. And I actually worked with influencers at that job and oh, I hated it. Um, but also wasn't the industry was just the person that like our boss was just right. a nightmare. You got to have a good boss. Well, we went on our Instagram, you as well, and we asked a bunch of questions Yeah, and we're starting to get into them anyway. So you're answering some of people's questions. So I think we should just jump in. We've kind of like broken down. Yeah. So questions. we split it into four categories. So one being the beginning, right. then kind of like the during of you being an influencer and then getting into the hot topic of money and brand deals that like yes, everyone wants yes, to know yes, about yes. and then kind of like steven's advice corner for people who want to become influencers on Ooh, instagram interesting so yes. let's start at the beginning um so just as a general first question how did you start becoming an influencer like did it just kind of happen was that like a goal of yours it um no it wasn't really a goal necessarily it's something i grew into i think um later but it was very much like i had my own like online business with a friend like oh. four or five years ago we did an online entertainment website originally i wanted to do like journalism and be like an enter- entertainment reporter that was kind of the goal after school so we created this like online entertainment website for about two years instagram had just started i was in fourth year maybe university mm-hmm. 
and yeah from there you know she kind of led the led led that whole ship initially she was like i think we have to like brand ourselves if we're the face of this company like we have to you know brand ourselves so we just kind of started and i think she had like a tumblr before and she kind of did that and then eventually we were still in university like i said so she's like yeah we should start doing this take pictures so we did but instagram was never like there was no influencer still there was no like lifestyle photo shoots it was still just taking pictures and being like i guess being like in university it was like oh like how many likes can you get like you're popular Mm -hmm. if you get four or five hundred likes or something like that but that was basically it. And then slowly it like started transforming. The industry started changing. And then I was like, oh, cool. And then I remember actively once before Coachella, which is such a influencer. <laughs> so such, such a like basic story. But I was going to uh, Coachella in like, 2016. And then I remember being like, I had kind of started to change my Instagram a little bit. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, whoa, like this is the time. Like I think I'm going to like be more um cautious what I post and really like be focused on different things and I did and I didn't get anything I didn't get like a brand deal in Coachella but right. <laughs> um that's how I started and then it's really picked up I would say the last year though year and a half for yeah, sure yeah really but well just in curiosity what did you go to school for uh so I studied at Western for like media information and like technoculture is a technical term but oh. then I actually never finished that and I ended up just doing sociology and then I just kept true to all the media and marketing yeah. stuff I've always wanted to do so I'm still kind of in the industry that's exciting yeah wow look at you now look at me now <laughs> do you look feel at like us. it's like helped you quite a bit like in the influencer game because it's like very much all in the same world it's helped a lot and now that I'm like switching careers I'm kind of doing like real estate more and like design and stuff it's like huge because you're marketing yourself and that's kind of what I really like is that I realized I did a lot of influencer marketing or marketing in general for other companies but I hated working for somebody else. And yeah. every time someone's like, oh, do this, track this metric, track this number. I'm like, I hate that. Like, I hate it so much. So I was like, you know what? I just like to do my own thing. And it was starting to pick up a little bit more. So I was like, you know what? I can still do this and sustain my lifestyle for a bit and then work on other things or study, go back to school or whatever. Wow, that's awesome. So at what point did you finally realize like you were getting traction and you're like, I can kind of start doing this like full-time like you're pretty much doing it full-time right yeah about now um i'd say in the last year and a half or so i remember um at the end of 2018 there was like a few brand deals coming one or two a month Mm -hmm. and then when i was working i was still like working nine to five somewhere and i was still doing like two or three a month and whatever and that was still like pretty profitable but i was still like i had an income so i was like oh this is just extra money this is Mm -hmm. great like i can save it and then after i quit that job it was like in the height of like the summer so it's just like very busy season for instagram and influencers in general Um, so after that, yeah, we just kind of, um, did it just like full blast kind of like it was like three, four campaigns a month. There were so many in the summer. I got a manager, um, now. So yeah. So now all my brand deals get filtered through them and they're based out of Toronto. Um, yeah. So it's been exciting that way. That's funny that you say the summer because I have a funny story. Do when, you? When I came over to your house and oh, just yeah. for the day, that was when he made brunch and I watched Love Island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you had a brand deal deadline that you had to, it was an alcoholic company. I'm not going to yeah. the name because I don't I forget. <laughs> wow, he really loves his brand. <laughs> but they had a specific cup that you needed to find. Oh, now I remember. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Shade. They but, like hit a cup somewhere? No. So it was an alcoholic beverage and he had to like post and correct me if I'm wrong with any of this but he had to post an Instagram picture of the alcohol in the specific cup what was it called um well the the this doesn't give it away but the brand was like a gin brand and there's yeah. a particular glass for gin but they didn't send a gin glass over so I had to like go, go, find, b- one. go find one and they're like a hundred dollars for <laughs> a set of four to go to the bay 
Um, so it was like this like goose chase around town. So I had to buy them, then return them. It was like this whole thing. And I was like, if you're going to want influencers to like use specific products, like I'm not going to go... I don't ha- wine glass. Sure, I have that, but yeah. like a gin glass. <laughs> a come on, that's interesting one. that they wouldn't send you one like with their branding on it though. And it was really yeah. weird. We were like going around. I wasn't actually. You couldn't find it the day that I was with you. We walked. Remember the seawall? Did we go then, together to even look? We went together, and you like we went to. It was like kind of Gastown area. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, there's. Uh, no, you just and they're not easy to find. So I was like, the, and then like there was a deadline for the picture too, right? So then I was like concerned because I spent a hundred dollars and I was like, okay, like if they want to reshoot, like I want to be done with this so I can just return totally. them because I just don't like a hundred dollars floating on my credit yeah. card. I'm like, just I want to return, get it away. I love like how your... brands just assume that every influencer has a bar cart just I filled know. with every type. It's of like you're glass. bougie, but not that bougie. It's know? like we're just trying to get by. Like we still live like yeah. you know a modest lifestyle. <laughs> like I don't actually we still budget. Okay? Like yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's so funny. Okay, so I feel like we should hop into like during now you're an influencer, kind of the process stuff. So one of the questions that we got was, um, how do you actually this is more of an advice question, so I'm going to skip it. But I'm going to start off with like on a positive note. So what is the best part about being an influencer? Um, That's a good question, too. I feel like there's I like the collaborative process of like a, with working with a brand, you have a lot of control to kind of, like, mm-hmm. put something together, which is kind of nice. But also, like, outside of, like, actually working with brands, it's just, like, the people. I feel like I have actually a lot of friends that also do it, yeah. which is kind of cool. So then you have people to, like, hang out with during the days because you're not working a traditional, like, 9 to 5. So it's kind of – you're meeting a lot of people of a lot of similar interests, which is cool. And a lot of people that are a lot – really like entrepreneurial have youtube pages or youtube channels pages so like that's really nice and then also like the one the, the the place where i'm at now and i'm trying to focus on this year is more travel so it's i like traveling i mean you're not always paid for them but i yeah. mean to go to like somewhere else like seattle or portland or europe or that you have some kind of like connection to like you know work with a brand on like more of a travel basis is nice yeah didn't you go to paris fashion week i did yes that's exciting and then you went on a brand like not a trip but on a boat or something right a brand boat a brand boat no did i oh in paris, <laughs> yeah, in paris. oh with revolve yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Say the brand name, oh well i mean revolve around the world well, isn't their slogan yeah well it wasn't actually like my it was like a brand because revolves like women's yeah. clothes but some of the girls i was with were working with revolve so they got access to it so i was just like a guest on the boat but it was so super cool. cool and it was really cool to see sort of like how far this influencer thing can go because a lot of the women it was mostly women and gay men but um, (laughs) a lot of the women on this like boat and stuff were all like youtube channels huge instagram followings and had like assistants and like it was like a whole operation you were like it's like as one huge influencer flew out so did her assistant and like a photographer you're like and like they had like a million followers so i was like what a million followers is that what like are you making that much money that you can tell the brand if you're booking me you have to book like my, my team yeah. essentially like yeah well i feel like size is different like when you compare like youtube to instagram so like i said like i'm still trying to understand the instagram yeah. game a little totally. bit more but like a million on youtube is like it's not like it's no small feat like it's still a lot but i feel like it's not as much of a value as a million on instagram i was I just feel gonna like. say i think it's more i think subscribers slash followers are more valuable over instagram whereas on youtube it's more valuable to have like more views per post post video I think, yeah, I agree. I think Instagram's really, like, popular in the sense because people are on it so daily, essentially, where YouTube, I feel like you have to, 
your content your invest yeah. in your content can exist there forever like on instagram you have like seconds with people's like attention span totally and then you have, you're following their story so you feel like you know them or like youtube is a lot more thought out i feel like um it really depends i think having both is great but i think you're right i think like a million like followers sometimes on instagram is like that flash in the pan like oh my god this person's so trendy they're so like you know bookable and they can travel and they're this and it's kind of instant instantaneous and you get content right away versus like youtube might have to wait if you're working with a brand or i don't know and i feel like people almost like think twice before following someone on instagram because that's something that they're actually going to see on their feed whereas with youtube it's just not the same i subscribe to like like I watch one video, I'm like, oh, I like them. Subscribe. Exactly. Because it like, <laughs> you, yeah. Have you ever had it where like you had a certain amount of followers and you were following a certain amount of people and you're like, this ratio doesn't seem right, so I'm gonna unfollow okay. some people. To I, make yeah. It even. yeah. I was just gonna bring that up. I was talking to like my cousin who is in university, and it's such a big thing for them to have more followers than they are following. Do you see that pressure? Or do you yeah, that everyone talks about that. It's like you don't want you don't want to have like ten thousand followers and follow like twelve thousand people yeah. or something, which is like a lot to be following. But um, I don't know. I mean, younger people maybe it's more important, it's like a social like yeah. currency. I mean, in the beginning, I like didn't really like. I was pretty like careful. I was like, oh, I don't want to follow like you know like three thousand like you know, I think I follow like fourteen hundred now. Okay. Um, but like I, now, I just follow like a bunch of people that I like. There's so many other creators and like influencers i'm like you know i'm gonna might as well follow a the local ones even a lot of men that i don't like have never met i still think it's just like a way of supporting them in a way because they're also following and engaging with my content so i like totally to reciprocate but um but i mean now with the instagram algorithm like i don't see like 80 percent of those accounts so like i do or i need to sometimes go when i see someone i'm like who is this and then i'm like oh, I was like thirsty at two in the morning. I followed like 300 <laughs> gay accounts and they're like, I should start deleting me. It's like, there's no point. Wait, love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, always, I always get caught in like, I love meme pages because I yeah. just love, I love comedy. So but they'll always like market themselves. Like, I think I followed one that's specific to friends because I'm obsessed with friends. Oh my God, same. And then like a week later, they'll like either sell their account or their idea was always to just change it to something completely. So yeah, it'll come up and you'll be like, when did I follow this account? But even like meme accounts have such a specific strategy because there's on private. And I was they just going to say. Yeah, it's so annoying because Alex follows so many meme accounts and she's sending me so many. <laughs> and you can't and I'm literally just like, it's private, it's private. And I don't want to follow them because A, it takes like a, a day for them to approve. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what they're doing, but like freaking approve my request. I swear <laughs> so I have like screenshots. 500 screenshots on my phone that I haven't <laughs> to deleted. To show people. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, it's private. And I'm like, then follow them. I, oh, and then I look say. at it later. I say, follow it. You know I'm going to send you funny <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Fucking follow it. But um, do you ever consider putting yourself on private or do you think that would just like literally kill your engagement? I think it would just be weird to do it because then yeah. like you're filtering every person that, like, that you're like that follows you essentially right and you're kind of like deciding who gets to see it so maybe at one point if there was like a scandal that I was in I was like I should be private for a bit like that's but, when you know you made it yeah anytime like, you're, I go to someone's profile and they're private I always think like what are you doing that you don't want people to see like if it's like someone from like work for example yeah. and you're like your private's like okay maybe you don't want people to see you like drinking on your Instagram story but when it's like someone with a lot of followers I'm like why? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Because then no one that. can share your content and that's like an organic way yeah. to grow. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. I think it's always situational. If you have a big following already, like it'd be weird if you have like 20,000 followers and you're private. If you are private, like something happened or like, yeah. I don't know, like you're trying to block something. I don't know. It's just so strange. Um, so you mentioned that obviously you don't have a nine to five job and you actually do like that. Do you miss the nine to five or... Yeah, I do miss it um, a lot. So now I've, because I said, I've like switched short careers basically. So yeah. I'm kind of pursuing real estate a lot now. Um, 
So I'm working out of an office now. Um, I can do whatever I want in the office. I don't have to be there 9 to 5 or like 10 to 6 or whatever. But I choose to kind of be there in the morning now more recently. Um, A, just to like be like show face in the office. But also just if you're at home all day, like I still think I'm productive behind a desk and away from my computer. Like at home. So whatever, having a laptop at an office is just, I feel like you're more productive, you're away, you're away from all the distractions at home, and I feel just it's a little more regular. So if you are an entrepreneur or something still on your own, I think like even going to like a WeWork or something, yeah. like just to get out, because like, a, co- a coffee shop to me is so stupid, it's so loud, you're sitting at a low desk, and maybe because I'm like six foot like six, but like, <laughs> so you're just tall. like hunched over, like it's just like not, a, you're, de- you're on a little like circle, like it's just not comfortable. Yeah, the so. environment's everything. So yeah. is there like one thing that sticks out of your mind that's like the worst part of being an influencer? Um, Without being too shady. <laughs> <laughs> I think like you can be like criticized, like yeah. it's which is so, and it's like it takes a thick skin. I've really been fortunate where I haven't, but I had this one thing. So a lot of brands now will give you like a thousand or two thousand extra dollars to um, like boost the content online. So that's I, actually a new thing that I just heard of. It's yeah. really smart. It's whitelisting, so I think. Um, I don't quote me on that, but. Um, so basically they give you money to boost it. So you boost it, but the problem is you boost it from your own like personal like name. So it goes to Instagram and Facebook. Mm. Um, or if I boost it, it goes to Instagram, but if they boost it on your behalf, it goes to like my Facebook page and like not the brand page. Mm. So it happened this one time. It was actually funny. It was comical. I think I posted about it. Um, but I had like taken a picture for this brand and I had like my feet up and I was wearing those little like tiny no show socks. (laughs) And everyone in Vancouver or in Canada, I think like that's like connected to some kind of style like would wear these socks and if you're like I'm wearing them right now and I don't even need to because I have like boots on but like they just don't show like if you're wearing them these socks like in your like sneakers like no one's gonna see them which I love so I bought like hundreds of pairs so I'm wearing these and I just check like Facebook ran like why do I have like 50 notifications I never have that many notifications on Facebook and I look and it's I'm being roasted for these socks and it was like (laughs) this guy's a Sally Sally this guy's obviously like trans this guy's gay yeah. and then like some girls like from the hips down it's a woman from the thing up and like i was like literally howling like laughing at my computer because like these people are all from like middle america or, like alberta like just don't like <laughs> they don't get out much. like the winnipeg saskatchewan like, when you look at their like bios it's like really so like you just don't you wear full-on like to your knee wool socks every day what do you wear i, know, I even sent you a message because i was like these people are ridiculous i personally love those socks i'm wearing them as well right now you need to um, because if you're wearing vans or loafers you don't want freaking ankle socks no Wait, hold on so it was like a full body picture and then you were wearing sneakers and you could see a little bit of the sock i was at home and i wasn't wearing sneakers i just wearing the socks. oh just the socks. so people thought they looked like slippers people thought i was like all this stuff and i was like and the fact that people were getting heated i was like wh- why are you offended That's by so this and they care enough to <clears throat> post a comment like Okay, That's fine. The thing you too. see something weird, move on. Like, who cares about what socks? It just wearing? takes one person to start it, and then oh, anyone totally. else that just has every single insecurity inside them is just like, yeah. Oh my god, I thought the same thing too. Like, no one. And needs then they're that bonding gym. over that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, anyways, and I remember, like, my I told my roommate, and then like another friend of mine, and they and my sister, everyone like started like, going in. I was like, yeah. guys, stop, because now you're participating in this like dumb thing, and you're not gonna like, change their mind on thinking. And I was like. Ooh, they're thinking I'm gay. Good job. You got it right. Like, it's not my surprise, socks surprise. that are going to give it away. Like, so, um, anyway, so it was just like, and then like, they were like, it was like this battle. I was like, wow, people are so ingrained in their mind, like how right they are to like make an opinion. And it's like, what a waste of everyone's time. Like, just don't like truly in that essence, if you have nothing nice to say, why say it? But I don't, you know, totally. But I it's know. like really good that you can just like 
laugh it off sort of thing. Not everyone can. I guess I had it easier. I don't know if they attacked something. Like if I was insecure, like by my weight or something else, or like maybe like like a feature of mine, like it, it could be like you're putting yourself out there. And like the more people that follow you and the more people that like, you know, generally people who follow you are in your community that like what you do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if it picks up or lands on the explore page or something, like you never know who what people will say. Yeah, I mean, any comment's a good comment. So yeah, but engagement, engagement boost that algorithm. Boost your engagement rate, and you can just put that as a case study. Be like, <laughs> yeah. people care, you know? <laughs> Fun fact, actually, I spoke with a company yesterday where, like, they can hide comments. So you oh, can right. set, like, a filter and be like, yeah. I don't want people to say shit. And, but what's fantastic is, like, they're not deleting the comments. They just hide it. So, like, if I say something rude on your account, it doesn't show up to anyone else, but I still see that it's there. So it, like, I'm like, I still said my I comment, said it's still there, but no one else can oh, see that's, it. That's and it still counts towards your engagement. But have you seen like some celebrities, even like when they go through like a, I'm sure we everyone has access to this, but like some influential accounts that have like a scandal or something that's really happening in the media, you'll see they're like, they're a point, um, Kobe Bryant, his wife, I yeah. had checked her Instagram and all of her comments were gone. Like you yes. couldn't, you can like, and that's it. And if you could comment, you were like verified or you were like already her friend. So like no one else can comment essentially so that you can like filter. Um, like if you just don't want a lot of people like engaging with you at that time, you can sh- shut, the, shut comments off. I think it's up. necessary for people in like that type of situation. Totally. And, and you know, who has millions of followers and a scandal happens or something tragic happens and like, you can't really monitor what people are going to say. So it's nice. Yeah. Those are the functions you can literally just press a button and not worry about it. Well, like I always think I'm like, sometimes these people's like engagement goes up by, by the second. So like even on their phone, like it's just like, like ding, 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 ding. Like you couldn't mm-hmm. even like turn it off. Like you'd have to somehow like limit like not getting those notifications. Do you keep all your notifications on? Mm-hmm. Like every like, every comment. I've taken everything off of like Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Messenger. Um, so they don't, I don't get them to my phone, but once I log in, I see mm-hmm. it. Because I was finding that it's like a constant buzz and it's, my phone already buzzes for a yeah. text message or and now I figured out like do not disturb, which I love. So oh, I, put yes. it, I put that at 10 p.m. every night. You can do like a, a schedule for it, right? Yeah, it's so good. Um, I do it like at the office. I do it like so many different types of times of the day. It's actually on most of the time. And then you have to call me like twice in a row. So everyone's like yes. irritated. Like you never pick up. I'm like, well, because it blinks. Like see right now, someone, yeah, gonna- <laughs> someone literally called two times in a row. And now they're calling. Wow. that's I love that feature yeah. so much. But do you think... Is there a change in your mindset since doing that? Like, do you think when you got all the notifications, you were just like sucked in and you had to like go to the post right away to see like how many likes now that you got like five new ones? No, I think, I mean, it's really not that beneficial for me because I feel like I still check it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like if I, you post a photo, you still check every like, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes eventually until it's like super like late at night. I'm like, you know what? Like, just toss. Like, if I, after the first like 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, this is like, just leave it now. But at yeah. least you can like check it on your own time because it's like, even when I'm on vacation, I have to turn my work emails mm-hmm. off, which is so hard for oh, me yeah. because so I'm hard. like so enveloped in my work. I've yet to. But know. like, I think. <laughs> When, where did I go? Oh, I went to like Disney World and that was the first yeah. time that like I turned it off, but I would be standing in line and I would check it, but that's like on my own terms and I'm prepared. It's not like I just went to my phone and saw something and I was yeah. like, now I have this on my mind sort yeah. of thing. You can't erase it. No, no. you can't. I was on vacation like two weeks ago and I told everyone that I turned it off and I didn't. And so when they brought it up, I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen it yet. But, you know, I read <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> Thank God we didn't name where the company that you work at. <laughs> now they're listening. They're like, okay, well, she's a liar. <laughs> I mean, probably 90% of our listeners are from work because we love them. Yeah. <laughs> so you said before that you now have an agent that's based in Toronto. Yeah. So did it really alleviate a lot of 
like the work off your back for what you have to do? Is it mostly like brand sponsorships that they work on? Yeah, so they help with all the brand sponsorship stuff. So I find it it, it helps a lot in like negotiating and it kind of removes you from being like mm-hmm. the bad person because I felt like there was a time where I was awkward and I didn't want to like, I didn't know how to like negotiate. Like someone says, oh, here's 500 bucks. And you're like, oh, like just one photo and like, Eight, nine stories, which is like kind of like the nine stories is kind of a lot. <laughs> but like they just try to like, you know, bleed you dry if they yeah. can. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, like I had no idea. So like now if I pass them on to him, like he negotiates and he gets like typically if like they ask for a lot more, I realize I was undercharging myself. And yeah. they're like, I mean, again, they're trying to get a percentage as well. But I mean, a lot of these brands and these you know companies like don't actually want to deal with this. And it's like so like difficult to like find influencers and do all this mm-hmm. vetting and sourcing so if they go to like one like you know management company that can kind of do all that they're like happier and they'll pay more and i've realized that it's um yeah like a lot of brand a lot of people under charge themselves and if the market's competitive so yeah it's actually like a really big question we get from a lot of people that come into us there's like i have no idea what to charge and we're like totally okay, yeah, well. right cards and um in terms of so for people who don't know they take a percentage of your deal every deal right yeah, yeah so yeah. you don't pay you're not a retainer or anything it's just no a percentage. so yeah they take just a percentage of everything like i think like 20 percent. and then before your agent or your manager were you the one reaching out to brands did you you know kind of hit the pavement and do those reach outs i did sort but not really like even when I talk to other bloggers mostly female bloggers and I'll talk about this later because I think it's very different for me as a guy oh, in wow. Vancouver versus women in like influencer space yeah. <laughs> well just because it's more not saturated for women <laughs> yeah um but um I kind of did it but I was actually lucky like I was actually always being uh, reached out to essentially by brands so like at the time that I even like thought to reach out to someone someone else already reached out to me but something else I was like oh okay and then if I do reach out it's mostly for travel or hotels or like mm-hmm. car partnerships or something like that but usually to like do a travel thing like I reach out to a car and in, in the hopes of like we work with a car brand to get to X destination do you remember your first brand deal um yeah I was actually here Shut I'm pretty up. sure because uh it, I don't even remember what they were called. I forget, but it was a clothing brand and I did it and it was like $450 or something like that for like two pictures and like whatever amount of stories. Wow. If, and free product? And free product, but the brand, the clothing was so like, it was like a lifestyle brand, like a, like a, like not windbreakers, but like, like <laughs> outdoorsy, outdoorsy, like that lifestyle. kind of, yeah. And like yeah. there's a store, I think at kids, like that, whatever. Anyways. Oh, that's so funny. But it was just like, it was just, I did it and I was like, oh my God, that's so exciting. Like I can be paid to do this. Like, that's so funny. And then they sent like the wrong pants. They were like floods on me. <laughs> Never wore them. And it was, oh, no. yeah. Did you, uh, do you remember how many followers you had at that time? I think like 8,000, hey, 7,000. That's pretty like that. good. I find that in the Vancouver core and like, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like they're willing to spend more money to get an actual like Vancouver audience. And it's kind of hard yeah. to get a dedicated Vancouver audience. Yeah, well, I find, like, I was going to say, like, I, when I talk to other women in, mm-hmm. like, the blogging space, they find it so difficult. It's constantly them reaching out, constantly being underpaid, like, working in fashion. And it's like, we'll do this for 200 bucks. If you don't do it, someone else will do it for free. Like, so they can't, they don't feel like yeah. they have a value. But for men, um, and you were asking about another guy in Vancouver, him and I always get the same brand deals. And yeah. he's, like, a little, he's followed he has a bigger following than me but we get the same brand deals he might get more money but like at the end of the day brands come and they're looking for men there's like five men in vancouver so your options are limited and you'll pay more just to not deal with the headache to even like try to look for something else yeah that's interesting that's one way of looking at like obviously people are just like why aren't you in la is it so hard to like 
you know, be successful in Vancouver. But that's an interesting take of it. Like, because if you're a male in Vancouver, there's not a lot of you. And, like, a lot of local brands or Canadian brands would want to work with someone. Well, a male anywhere, like, even in New York, like, I mean, they have bigger followings. If they have 100 to, like, 300,000, where the women have, like, over a million. So if they're doing, like, brand deals, like, like, if they're working with men and women, the guys have significantly less of a following usually. But they'll pay as much or more to get them. Yeah, it's funny when we talk to brands and they're only looking for men. I'm like, oh, God, we don't have that many. We have too many women. We don't have a lot of men. No, we actually have more men than women, but it's just like our women are more brandable because they make the very aesthetically pleasing. All our guys are just like... I'm a man. Stop like dude. they don't make like the cool content, you know. But so the guys aren't like. I mean, I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but the guys that you guys work with are they like? Aren't they like into gaming a lot or like? They're not into like lifestyle and fashion. All, or is it? Yeah, they're all over. But I would say like their their Instagrams are more like organic. This is my life, not like totally here's curated. A, yes, yeah, like here's they don't like have a theme shot. or like a color scheme. Or and like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because I think again, like we mostly focus on YouTube, and that's like our bread and totally. butter sort of thing so that's why like instagram is kind of us trying to get into it with the girls but that's a really interesting way of looking at it because i remember like even like i worked in the fashion industry before i came here and uh i remember watching like a documentary about modeling and how women who would want to get into like the high fashion like they would get paid less than girls who worked like commercial yeah. stuff for yeah. like walmart and target like that because everyone wants to be high fashion so there's just it's just supply and demand at the end of the day but that's the, the same thing applies for me and like vancouver and stuff because a lot of the girls want to work with like not necessarily high fashion but like fashion brands but fashion mm-hmm. brands don't want to pay because there's a so many women um and they do that fast fashion so it's like we're gonna give you a box of like clothes that cost us like 10 bucks to make and you'll you know whatever and we won't even pay you for it, and you're happy you got a whole shipment but me and the other guys we do lifestyle and more commercial mm-hmm. work so i can work with like banks and like clothing brands and like travel brands like it's more like diverse so like easier to work with me versus if you're just segmented into fashion that's like you really kind of pigeonholed yourself and because fashion's like very oversaturated with women in general but like just everyone like it's just like Mm -hmm. it's an easy thing i'm on instagram show my outfits yeah Um, and i think that's what breaks down like who like their true influencers are like the people that know how to pivot and like work themselves into that because like i follow alana davison and like i'm obsessed with her and she's toronto based but like she i know she works with amex a lot because she travels quite a bit so like that's a really great pivot because she obviously works with a lot of beauty brands that pay her which is shocking to me because beauty brands like never want to pay money because it's just like you guys are there's like a bajillion videos out there of people using our product we don't need to pay you sort of thing Mm -hmm. but i thought that was like a really good example but i guarantee the brands that work with her the beauty brands probably pay her less than yeah amex for example oh 100 no i think you've done a really good job because you'll work with pizza companies drink companies hotels like anything it's awesome well just like lifestyle i mean like i'm just like i'm a lifestyle like lifestyle such an umbrella term like everyone lives a yeah. lifestyle like you know what i mean so it's just such an easy like it's like yeah i work i, I go to a bank i eat yeah. pizza i like have <laughs> beer like i have yeah. gin sometimes yeah you, uh, you fit the brands into your life you don't fit you don't change your life to fit the brand type of thing no and you can't like if you but i mean you want to be like if you love fashion like stick to that and like you know mm-hmm. but you, you might have to like take a, a cut somewhere to work with these brands yeah. Have you ever thought of going onto other platforms like YouTube or TikTok? Yes. <laughs> well, YouTube, I'm like very much thinking about now a lot. So I think it's going to happen the next like month or so, at least the first video. I don't know if I can get into like a schedule or anything, but um, because I'm starting have more a into it. If you want to do it, have or a just schedule. like film a bunch of stuff <laughs> yeah. ahead of time and at least like try yeah. to like 
if you can film like five to 10 videos and just put yeah. two out a week, because like now you have to break yeah. through the monetization threshold, which I is know. really shit. What is it now? Like a it's thousand? It's a, a thousand subscribers hours. and 4,000 hours of watch time. Yeah. So if you can within get one- 12 months. Within 12 months. If you can get like a video up to, I think I think I calculated it to be like 50,000 views. Yeah. And they watch on average five minutes of that video then you'll hit it. Honestly. So does, if you don't get it in 12 months, does it reset? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, so honestly, don't launch right. next month. Launch in September, but pretend that you're launching internally and start filming next right. month. Right. And then film as much as you can. Well, film stuff that's like, because there's obviously like tentpole stuff. Like if you go to Coachella, like obviously that's yeah. like more time sensitive, but like film as much content as you can that's not time sensitive. So yeah. then you can put that as like, uh, like filler for course, if there's like yeah. nothing else going on and then if yeah. you can like do the other stuff as it comes up. Interesting. That's exciting. Yeah, it all depends what I don't even know what your channel would be about, but I'm assuming it's like fashion lifestyle. So no, I, I would want to focus on real estate actually. Oh, um okay. so more like real estate and design stuff. I just like found like a different I was I always struggled for years. Even when I worked here, I was like, I'm gonna do YouTube, like what am I gonna do? And I remember thinking like, oh, I'll do like but all the basic stuff I was thinking I could do like, oh like my face routine, my morning night yeah. routine and like I just like didn't feel like I could like confidently like talk about that or just didn't really just was like a weird thing for me to sell i totally get where you're yeah. coming from because i tried to do that too and like it's yeah. tough because it's like it's just if this was 2010 i mean even 2015 like when i started here it would have been a great time to get into it but now there's just so many people doing it that so you're like many. what is different about what i'm saying because it's just really hard for people to kind of break into it but it's just finding that like foothold that is a little bit different but the standard beauty fashion stuff very hard to get it's into so at this hard point. and like even like the real estate things the things i was looking to do or like the videos i've been inspired by like there's a ton out there like there's a ton of everything now like you really aren't original to anything <laughs> now like it um so you just have to be like yourself in that kind of pool of whatever you're doing i find so um, yeah, I have some ideas. Like, and I want to start focusing on like luxury real estate and doing kind of like more fun related content to that because I feel like I can kind of create more of like build off of that and create like a sales funnel through YouTube um, and then just kind of cross promote it, like recut the video, make it for Instagram, make it for like make it uh, a post, like and stuff like I don't know. But work in progress, work in progress. Yeah, but I would say definitely leverage TikTok too. I'm so like, I download it and I've like been addicted to like like looking through it, but I don't like. I have no, it's so intimidating because I'm like, is this really here to stay? Is it going to go? Like what happened? Vine went away and kind of like, this is kind of taken that over and it's come back sort of a couple years later. Like I just, I just don't know, like, do mm -hmm. I want to invest my time in this or Longevity. is it going to like be done in a second? Right. So. Well, I would, I would suggest that like, if you are starting a YouTube channel, just take like your existing clips and just shorten them down yeah. and put them on TikTok. So you're not creating yeah. like new content. You're just taking existing content. Yeah. So it's not going to take too much more of your time. Yeah. Or honestly, the people at Vine who were so popular and then all of a sudden it died, they went over to YouTube and now they're even more successful. Oh, they're huge. Like, and now they're actually making squad, money. Liza, <laughs> Gabby, Hannah, yeah. like they're all yeah. killing it. So, I mean. I think you should become a TikTok star. <laughs> also, it's like, am Renegade? I too old? Like, don't you feel like we're like aging out of these Everyone's apps sometimes? Everyone's too old on TikTok. <laughs> but even like, for example, like Facebook, like that, I did a presentation today, like um, not a presentation, but we're like practicing for a presentation at work today. Um, by work, I mean like where I'm, I'm helping out at this real estate place. <laughs> but like, it was like, I was like, oh my God, like Facebook. Cause some woman came up to me. She's like, oh, like I, I added you on Facebook. And like, God bless her soul. She's so sweet, but she's yeah. in her fifties. And I was like, I don't check Facebook. Like, no. so Facebook was so young and now it's aged into this like 50, 60 year old like platform. It's totally just to say hi to your relatives. Or you're like, mom, my mom yeah. sends me things on it. And she's like, I see my message. I was like, 
what message? And then I look and it's like 20 messages from like the last six months. I'm like, God bless this woman's soul. I don't answer, but like text me. Like, Facebook so is trying so hard to be cool. They're like, we have so monetization and like they pay really good, but everyone's like, I don't want to. Too I just don't want it. It's, I, I only They've go on Facebook. It. Yeah. I only go on Facebook for like literally to check in with my family. Yeah. <laughs> and like an so, older family typically or like distant relatives. Yeah. Like if you're aunt, not real. uncles. Yeah. 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 Third cousins. Third cousins. <laughs> Okay, let's get into the nitty gritty. We've already been talking about brand deals, but just for these like specific questions mm-hmm. that we have. So the people asked, we got to talk. We already about. talked oh, about yes. the first brand deal. Okay, have you ever turned down a brand deal? If so, why? Yeah, mm. um, a couple times actually. Um, some you'll get some weird ones, which are so like. Actually, today I got one. I read it like three times, and I was like, I don't know what. Can I swear on this channel? Yeah. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is, because <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. I can't even tell you. I forget, but it was like some kind of app that they wanted like ten stories of you Whoa. talking about something in your opinion, and then like swiping up to this like survey app. And I was like, honestly, my head hurts if I don't understand what you're trying to like want even to sell through Instagram. Like, how is anyone gonna like? the audience going to get this. So I sent it to my manager and I kind of said the same thing. I was like, you want to read through this? Like, like maybe like there's something here to salvage, but like it was pretty much a no. Um, Then something else I kind of said no to. I'm trying to think. Um, I'll I'll get asked, like sometimes a clothing brand will come, come around like a random jean company or something. I'll say no, because then when you ask for like money or like compensation Mm -hmm. or you give them like your media kit and stuff and they go, Oh, we'll do this. Or, We'll go on a percentage if you sell, which also pisses me oh. off. I hate, like the, the affiliate stuff. The affiliate, I hate that. It's yeah. so bad. Do you find that well, now that you have a manager, do you does he literally tell you every offer that you get, or does he do that filter for you now? Um, he'll tell me, but so about, I'd say about eighty percent still come from me that I forward to them, and then he'll go on oh, and negotiate. Nice. From oh, so there. he doesn't manage your inbox for you. You no. send it off to him when no. you want him to negotiate. Yeah, but then Got they'll it. send me stuff like sometimes like, oh hey, like these are the deals that we have for the Got month. It. Like which ones do you want? Mm-hmm. Which ones do you know? Like what do you think of them? Um, but sometimes he'll send me some too, and be like, um, I don't know if you're interested, but this came through our desk. Let me know, and that's usually like, uh, maybe not, or <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of them want, like, in-kind stuff sometimes. And yeah. you're like, you know, that's really nice. But, like, and sometimes you would if it's, like, an experience or something. But generally speaking, like, they try to, you know, say free. Like, the, like the, um, the other day there was something for, like, free product and affiliate link. I was like, right. great. Like, that's <laughs> awesome. Is there any brand that you would accept a deal that would be, like, no money? Like, a dream brand that, like, wouldn't pay you as much as you would, but just because you love the brand so oh, much? Oh, God. There's so many brands. So Louis many. Vuitton. Yeah. Yes. Well, you, like, you fuck me up with everything. I mean, me, I'll take anything. <laughs> anything. Do you hear that, people? Anything. Anything. <laughs> Buy me a Starbucks coffee. I That'd sold my soul for like Daniel Wellington watches. <laughs> Do you remember that craze with that? Yeah. Oh she did my god, it. I, did I did it, it too. Yeah, and they don't pay. No, they no. don't pay. And anything. you try, and they don't do it. But it, like we talk about this on the last one, but like my followers are not like actual followers. So like I don't claim to be an influencer myself. I wish I was, but like one <laughs> of my big uh, partners here at work like gave me a shout out. So they're like all his followers. So right. they're like literally ten year old kids. So but like when I got this like big influx, I was like, I'm gonna milk this. For what it's yeah. worth. So I reached out to like yeah. a bunch of companies and Daniel Wellington's like, oh, like we'll give you a watch. And I was like, okay, great. And I don't even fucking wear watches. I just wanted something <laughs> for free. So, so funny. I did like I did it a bunch of times for them and I ended up getting like a watch. Like I gave them all to my fiance. Cause I was like, yeah. here you go. I was like, just send me the men's ones. I really like those ones. And he just wore them after. But I yeah, I hated them. They re- I reached they reached out to me once. I did it. 
this is like earlier and then they reached out to me a second time and I said this is compensation like x y and z and they said no but we'll give you a watch and we'll like make it like not three stories make it two and I was like that that's nothing so then yeah. anyways the first time I did it I took it did the, also three pictures in like four weeks I know that sounds like so like first world they problem, were very condensed photos but they're like one of them so quickly the turnaround was quick and then like um, anyways, I got the watch after I did the th- whatever the three photos, and I ended up selling the watch online. I was like, you know what? I just hate this. I don't want this. And they really were, a, I thought, a really powerful company and how they use influencers. But then after, I was like, they were really using influencers. And I think that, um, like, they only probably paid, like, a handful, like, the Kendall Jenner and, like, that was 100%. It. And then the rest was free because people thought it was, like, notable to work with them. That's why I did it in the beginning, so. 100%. Like, when they first came out, I, like, bought a watch for Steve because he's wow. like, I really love them. Like, it was like, kind of before, like, the influencer marketing stage that they did. But, yeah, yeah it was kind of, like, disheartening how... They just kept messaging me being like, we'll send you more watches. I'm like, I'm so done with this. I don't even wear watches. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Okay, so I'll reword my stupid question. Just Please. like in general, what is a dream? Like what 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 do you strive for? Who do you really want to work with? Um, so recently, um, what I, one brand which is so funny that I would love to work with, and it could be one, it could would be like um like a it's like two different brands, but it'd be like in the same umbrella, it'd be like a Crest or like a Colgate. Oh yeah. I just feel like it would oh, be. Oh my, because you smile and all I just your like pictures. yeah. So I just feel like I'm like please like let's do like a commercial. And let's your do like a video. So white. Do you use any? But of them? I do I use what my do teeth? You use any, do you whiten your teeth? <laughs> I used to. I mean, I used to whiten them with Crest like years ago, like in grade nine. I think I whitened them once. And crest. Then, do you hear that Crest? Crest. Do you use that? Hashtag Crest. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think it'd be just fun because such like a I don't know like a. I don't know. I just like hot teeth hygiene and all that stuff. So like, <laughs> is that a word? Teeth hygiene? Oral hygiene, I guess. Oral hygiene. Oral teeth hygiene. <laughs> I mean, we didn't uh, say we were smart. <laughs> do you ever find, like, do you have a lot of friends or like influencer friends that like, are from the States or are they mostly Canadian based? Um, they're mostly Canadian based, but um, A, like I said, the guy, the male community is small, but the gay community is small. So I find that I have a lot of like online friends. So um, my sister and I are go- trying to plan a trip to like San Francisco, go through Portland, San Fran in April. And I was like, I actually want to message a few people. Like I have, there's a gay couple in uh, Portland that I would like to like hook up with and meet, not hook up with. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> not like that. They're very much in love and very cute. But, and then there's like a, a guy in like Palm Springs. There's a guy, like a, there's a bunch of the gay men in San Francisco. So it's like, you have this online community that it's like, I don't know for sure if we'll meet up, but um, you have something to be like, you know what? We do talk. We comment all the time on each other's photos. Like I'm in town, like let's grab a coffee. Like it's a yeah. nice thing to do with someone. So um, I like those relationships. They're kind yeah. of fun to have. It's like a fun networking. Like, when you think of networking, you're just like, oh my God, that's so boring. But when you describe it, like that's so fun. Well, it's just like <laughs> online friends that you like literally mm-hmm. talk. Sometimes you inbox them. Sometimes you like have conversations and you're like, yeah. Like I remember a guy that I messaged, or, like we were like just talking online for like through Instagram forever. And he mess. I was in the UK, and he messaged me. He's like, "Oh, are you still here?" I was. I was already gone, but I was like, "Oh my god, that'd be so cool!" I totally forgot that someone like lives here that I like p- mm-hmm. could have known. Yeah. So um, we never met up, but it would have been cool. Well, the reason I asked is because like you were talking about like the difference between like men and women and how you kind of have more of an advantage, like you get more um, or higher offers and whatnot. Yeah. But I was curious, like in terms of like between Canada to the states, because I went to. Um, a convention in Toronto like a couple years ago and I remember meeting some of the influencers there and it was a little bit more YouTube based but they were small like they had like a hundred thousand followers on YouTube and they were getting like thirty thousand dollar brand deals for like twenty five thousand views and I was like 
what is happening in Canada? Whoa. And it was like, I couldn't even like pitch anyone because we barely have like any Canadian creators. Um, so I was just curious, like, is it just because there's like barely any Canadian people? I, I, I don't know. But I think like, I know for the fact that like some friends that I have in the States, like they get paid way more because the companies have so much more money. Because um, it, it is like it's Canadian branch and US branch. And it's like half the time it's like maybe the Canadian branch like doesn't have as much money, but they just hone in on like mm-hmm. three people instead of the US one where it's like they can do 10 people with a bigger budget. Sort well, of they thing. can do like in the US, they do like they can go through like 20 different markets. I always say this about Canada. Canada's like so cool. Love it. Never want to live anywhere else. But we <laughs> only have Vancouver and Toronto, like maybe mm-hmm. Montreal and yeah. then like maybe Calgary. Like if you consider, Oof. I don't think they even have bloggers out there necessarily. <laughs> I mean, they, they do. They, probably do, <laughs> they do. <laughs> I'm like throwing shade to Calgary. <laughs> it's like, they're count. cute. They're trying to do like the, you know, the simple thing. You're doing great, sweetie. Keep <laughs> <laughs> at it. Calgary stampede content. <laughs> Um, but like we don't have any options so brands they go like vancouver like they'll always launch in toronto and vancouver Mm -hmm. and then generally montreal um and overlook calgary and like other like winnipeg like just forget about it but the states like i don't even know who lives in saskatchewan (laughs) like i don't think i've ever met someone from saskatchewan come over to my house boy i got some family (laughs) (laughs) but in the states, they launch a campaign. It goes to New York. It goes to LA. It goes to Austin. It goes to like Portland. Goes, like there's a million cities in the states to launch mm-hmm. a campaign because there's so many different like Hubs. niches of people. Very true. Um, so they pay more, and there's yeah, it's a lot. It's so funny. Every time like we push like a couple of these creators, like they have like what Tony Rose calls like the Bible Belt demographic, and that <laughs> oh, like yeah. every brand wants because they always want like Middle America, and we're like, we got them for you, and they're three times the price because no one else <laughs> has this. And it is funny because like we do work some. We do work with some influencers that, that don't have like a million followers, but they have such good engagement and brands are so willing to pay them so much money because of the demographics that yeah. they have. It's like very powerful because they turn down brand deals that are like so much money, but to them, they're just like, that's pennies. I think when I was working here, um, I won't say names, but like I remember there was like big, like young, like 18 year old um, YouTubers and they were getting deals for like six million, not maybe not six million dollars, maybe like couple of hundreds of thousand dollars I was like you're 17 and you're getting a four hundred thousand dollar deal like i was like jeez oh. like at that point like your parents must be like oh my god like our kids like gonna help support us that's, <laughs> like, why, we, that's why we have momagers yeah <laughs> that's huge they so much money they're like i'm gonna support them and or that away. kid that young little toy Ryan, oh toy my god he makes like millions a year i'm like my well, god who knows if he's gonna be making millions now yeah. what happened oh there's a oh, kid oh kid changes uh so like you know once upon a time youtube was like we all want kids content yeah, we yeah. don't want the bad content Wholesome. now it's like we don't want kids content anymore it's because true. people it's were like creepy it's getting creepy. yeah people were like commenting like malicious stuff <sighs> in the comments so they're like just turned off comments for them completely and kids Jeez. like lost, saw a dip in their revenue jesus like wow. 50 to 80 percent of yeah, their yeah, revenue no, gone yeah. Well, that's like a no. What's that's considered like a kid content though? Yeah, yeah. Like, is there an age? Any type. So, toy review, gymnast. It's an age. It's yeah. If they're minors. Jesus. So like yeah. thirteen and under. So like even if it was like teen girl vloggers that were like under thirteen, all of that content is deemed as like made for kids. But if you're older than that, I mean, we still have some people that are like it's on the gray cusp. Area. It's yeah. really hard. It, they're still rolling it out, so we don't really right now. It's just all kind of gray area. It I mean, just started some, like beginning of January. Yeah. Crazy. So. Yeah. Crazy time in it the YouTube the world. Yeah. So thank God you're on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, what's our next question? How would you measure the success of a campaign mm. or series of posts? 
how would I measure the success? Like, have um, you ever been given like tracking links or anything or like asked a brand, like how did it go? Um, so yeah, sometimes I'll give you tracking links. I don't like those um, a lot for a lot of reasons because I feel like, it, I think the point of Instagram with working with influencers sometimes is not to see a direct result in yeah. your sales essentially. So people think like, oh my God, Instagram influencers are so trendy. Like, boom, we're going to put this, you know, thing out there and it's just going to blow up. It's like, no, people need a lot of brand awareness and comfortability around a new product and all these things. So it takes time. But the the tracking links I don't like because it's like they think like you're going to get like a million like swipe ups and like so many like v- things pushed. Like, like, oh, like everyone's going to order food today because, mm-hmm. you know, Stephen shared it. It's like that's not exactly our people swipe up and then they like like I can't do with this. I can't fill this out right now. And then they forget about it. So you don't really know which influencers bringing like an actual sale because like there's times I've literally been like at a store or like go to I go to like a coffee shop. I'm like, I don't know which influencer sent me here, but like yeah. I remember in the back of my mind this looks like kind of trendy and I saw it somewhere and I wanted to go. That's so true. Do they ever ask for like, do you see, because I don't have the swipe up. I'm not lucky <laughs> you as You don't YouTube. have 10,000. Damn, no, I don't. I got 600. But anyway, I, so I don't see that. But do you see how many people swipe up on your story? Yeah, and you can do you see. To, do you have to send that usually to the brand? Is that What are like the metrics that our brands are asking? So yeah, once a campaign's done, they'll ask for like the post metrics and then the story metrics. And you mm-hmm. can obviously, if you have a business account, you can just see it and then swipe it. I wasn't shade to I, you. <laughs> no shade, guys. I have a business account and I am a creator. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they just want to see like impressions, um, reach, okay. um, you know, uh, shares, I guess now and like um, saves and stuff. Have uh, you ever had a brand be like, mm, this campaign was not good yeah. for us? Um, no, actually, I don't oh think, my God. but I don't know. They typically, even with a manager and without a manager, they've never like, they don't really say like, we were not pleased with right. this. I feel they like they just don't. not rebooked. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I feel like they definitely won't like reach out to give that information. But like when I've reached out to be like, Hey, like how'd it go? Like would love to get like some other people in with you guys or would love to rebook this person because yeah. they really enjoyed working with you. Like I did get one back where it was like, yeah, this did absolutely nothing for us. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, oh, so tell great. me how you really feel. Uh, yeah. Like, fuck. Do you think, because obviously brands want to work with like the same creators over and over again if it's yeah. positive, but do you think, like, do you like doing that or do you think that's like too pushy if you work with like one brand all the time? I would rather work with one brand yeah. all the time because then you're on like a pay cycle, like you're paid like constantly or like for X amount of months, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and then it lets the influencer enjoy the product or the experience to talk about it. Cause sometimes you're given a product and it's like, okay, I know I like this or I've used this before. So I'm familiar with it or, you know, the brand or whatever, like, you know, Heineken or whatever mm-hmm. that they, it's like, I don't need to try this. I know what this is like, but, um, and Heineken was one of those brands that actually worked with me for a while, which is nice. But, um, yeah, they just kind of, I'm, I just lost my train of thought. What was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Heineken. Alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> so you want to work with them more, and it's it's nice because then you build a relationship, and then if you go to events and do things with them, you actually get to meet the people. Like yeah. the worst part is when you go to like an event, and then someone's like, "Oh my god, hi," and you're like, "Oh, you're so and so," because like the PR companies, you never know who they are. They they right. know who you are because they're constantly sending your picture and your like you know file, and they're talking to you. But like you go to this thing, you're like I don't know who this is. <laughs> so it's nice to make that personal connection when you can. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot better I find than just like one, and it also doesn't let the influencer get like time to like. Um, really like work with like work with the product and stuff to really talk mm-hmm. about it. It's like, here's a product, you have three days to shoot it and then post it in the next day. It's like, oh, okay, like, okay, like, you know. 
Yeah, and you do work with a lot of brands. Do you, like, in your mind have, like, kind of a schedule? Just like, oh, my gosh, I've already posted two brand deals. Now I have to do a couple, like, organic ones. Does that ever cross your mind, or you're just like, whatever? Uh, no, it totally crossed my mind. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Uh, there was a time in the summer, and I, I – God bless my agents, <laughs> my manager sold me, because I was, like, in, like, like such a fertile problem, like, in Croatia and Greece, like, on, like, a bus, like, on Wi-Fi, trying to be, like – oh my god like isn't this like too much sponsor because i had this like weird thing where i was like i'm in europe like i don't want to post anything from vancouver because it looks yeah. like so stupid but like the brands had like deadlines so like i had to post them but i was like putting up like a fight almost i was like but like isn't this weird like oh my god i don't want to like it was, and then anyways it ended up working out i was like you know what Steven, just embrace it you can't complain what are you complaining about you already shot the pictures just post them like whatever um but there was a time when it was like four or five or six like brand things in a mm -hmm. row and i remember being like not mad like mad more mad at myself that I didn't have enough time to do like anything organic while I was traveling or something because I was by myself so I didn't really have any right. other people to like do it with so it's kind of like um until I made friends and I was like do you want to like take my picture real quick <laughs> <laughs> but in the beginning so it's annoying because you're like but then I don't think people see that as much I think it's more of like my own mental thing I'm like that's so much sponsored content in like one yeah you know row I love it you're a god <laughs> you, you do it so well <laughs> I think that's all the question we had on brand stuff. Yeah, I think we should move on to more of the advice. We got a lot of people. People want to be you. So Interesting. <laughs> they just want so much advice. Who from the office said that? <laughs> Steven's advice gone. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, we were talking today that we want to make a jingle. So Alex, sing it. Come on, we got to do it. Steven's advice gone. Sorry. I like that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, great. So the first one, do you want to take it away, actually? Yeah. So I'm trying to pick a good one. Okay, I want to know this one. Who is your favorite influencer slash role model in the industry? Like if you had to pick one, one. and mm. why? Favorite? Um, there's a group of, uh, there's like a, a gay couple, one of the ones I was talking about earlier, based out of uh, Portland. And I just, I mean, they're like a couple accounts with a little different. And I'm just like kind of waiting. I'm like, my God, if I get, once I get in a relationship, I'm going to be that person. But <laughs> It's like, so do you like Instagram? Do you want to do this? Like, um, but I just find them so like authentic, genuine, like they're so cute. They seem genuinely in love. And I know people say like, don't believe everything you see online. I get that. But um, they just seem so nice in the way they like do like all their content and like their videos and everything else. So I find that they are a good measure of like an authentic influencer in a way because you mm -hmm. work with brands you like um, that you're passionate about. You talk about them. They're creative in their like stories and, and, their, and their actual posts and stuff. So. And who are they again? Sorry, do you want to... Their names? Yeah. Yeah, they're called, uh, I think it's just like Michael and Matt. Oh. Like, like <laughs> basic. Oh, yeah. I love them already. <laughs> yeah, they're super cute. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Um, how do you find a work-life balance being an influencer? Because I know right now that you are going into an office, but when, go, let's go back a couple months. Yeah. You are fully an yeah. influencer. Full-time. A balance? I don't know. I mean, like. The thing is, I say, like, I still have, like, lots of free time. So, in the summer was great because I was like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, I'm out and about. And it says, like, this commitment was, like, you know, 15, 20 hours a week. It was, like, pretty, like, up to me, essentially. Um, and that's kind of why I like to still, like, work and find other ways to work because mm -hmm. it doesn't take up that much. It's not really, like, a 50, 60 hour a week kind of thing. I mean, at least I don't do it that way. Maybe I yeah. should. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, uh the balance, I think just like you have to get out, you have to do mm -hmm. stuff. Like yeah. if you, and or be in a schedule, I mean, and when I wasn't working, it was easier to work with other bloggers to be like, hey, like, I want to go shoot like X, Y, and Z on like Monday and Wednesday and Saturday this week. Um, the weather's nice or whatever. Yeah. 
So I try to even do that now, like just to get on a schedule to shoot more organically or like organic content. Mm-hmm. Um, because like that's how it started. Like, you know, taking pictures of this and what you're doing and like blah, blah, blah. So you still want to like, you know, pepper that in a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> do you have like a set amount of time that like you post pictures or videos or Instagram stories? Like, do you have like a number in your mind for day or weekly? Um, I've tried to be better recently. Like, I, I think like ideally, like I even... I was talking about someone else with this the other day and I was like, you know what, maybe I want to like just try to shoot like five or six things one day and see like if my engagement really changes in like uh, a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. It really increases if I post every day and post on stories and stuff. So I've been trying to do more like engagement tactics. Like I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I play little games on my Instagram now. <sighs> I was gonna bring this up, but I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> I get so frustrated. So you, he plays this game where he's like, guess the price of the house. And know. it makes me really sad because I'm like looking to buy an apartment yeah. soon. So it's just like really disheartening. Like I can't afford any of it. But not even that. It gets so frustrating. I only got one right. And I think you posted like eight yesterday. I don't know. It's like, I love it. Please continue. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's fun because it's like finding things that your audience will enjoy. Except I feel like for a long time, I was like just posting like me doing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not really like, so it's not really engaging as much. It's just like your life. And it's like, so what? So like there was an area, even when I was doing it, like a couple, like last year, a couple months ago where I was like, um, like passively like doing it. I wasn't really talking on mm-hmm. stories and stuff. And I was always like not insecure, but like uncomfortable in a way doing it. Um, and now like mostly like this year, I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to talk about yeah. this. I'm going to post this, ask a question. And it just helps because people actually, then you're like, Oh, this person actually like is just randomly messaging me. Like, Oh, that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then it builds more off of that. So I'm hoping this year will be more of like the growth in that, yeah. like more videos until someone's like, so fucking annoying. I love that. Like so this kind of bleeds into one of another question they had. It was what's the best advice you can give on someone when they want to post meaningful content? So how do you post meaningful content? I'm still trying to like work through that. Like find ways to be like, what can I say that be like really genuine or mm-hmm. authentic and stuff? Because it's easy just to get roped into like, oh my god, look at me on a beach or look at me at this and whatever. Um, but to like create like better conversations and stuff. So I mean, I've done some real estate stuff, which isn't always like meaningful, but it's like getting people's like opinion or feedback on that. Um, but more so recently, yeah. Like I mean, I haven't ventured into this yet, but I've been going to the gym more, and I've been like, okay, I want to explore yeah. body positivity a little bit because I feel like as a guy, like. I'm not going to create my entire feed like that, but it's something I want to talk about because as, as like a young kid, like a teenager and stuff, I was like pretty insecure. Like I might've had like, <laughs> like an eating disorder. Like, I don't know, but there was times I was like not eating or I mm-hmm. wanted to be like trying to lose weight. And I was like, this happens to guys and men. And like, totally. I don't take my like shirt off at the beach sometimes or I'm like hesitant in a way. So it's like, it's thing that things that men face. And I think even like in the gay community too, it's such a looks driven like community that it's like adds to the intimidation. And I'm like, okay, I want to like talk about that. I feel like the people like, this is a thing people mm-hmm. like experience. So. No, that's amazing. I, I have, sorry. Do no, you no, no, go ahead. My question is a little bit more like, uh, I don't know if it's like YouTube based. I think it's Instagram based as well. So like, what are your thoughts on like people who do those like uh, giveaways where it's like mm. I'm giving away like this Louis Vuitton bag all you have to do is follow, follow me fo- go to oh this account God. follow all 10 <laughs> accounts that they do you know what's crazy is the Kardashians still do that like have you not seen that I, like she's like, like you I go can't. to they get they get paid so much money because I get reach outs I get reach outs from companies because it's like they're obviously getting paid to do that and if it like they pay really well I'm not gonna lie because they're getting paid so much money mm-hmm. from the accounts that you're supposed to go follow like every person is paying X amount of dollars to be in it so could you imagine how much they're charging to be included in a Kardashian but who one? gives all the Louis Vuitton stuff like yeah. that's like a lot of free the, the company is Jesus. running it because like let's say for example you have like Kim Kardashian and then there's 10 accounts that 
you're supposed to follow in order mm-hmm. to win. Like they're probably each paying like between ten to twenty thousand each just to be on that list to be followed. My God, I don't know. I just feel like they Kardashian specifically like don't need it. Like Chloe still does T T or TNT. I know. I'm just like, girl, stop. Like, there's no, other... she needs it. She doesn't have a good business structure. <laughs> She's like living off of that. I mean, Kim and Kylie for... are the only ones that have good stuff going on. Everyone else still needs to That's keep the true. hustle. I mean, Courtney's like thrown out of that family. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is that? Okay, this is my, can I ask a selfish question? Yes. Okay, this is because you taught me this summer. Did but I? tell everyone, it's all over your Instagram, how do you perfect the fake laugh? <laughs> <laughs> is it fake? Are you laughing? Wait, I showed you this? You did, because I'll post a picture on our Instagram. But uh, we did a photo shoot together. And you're like, okay, now laugh. And then you did it so perfectly. And I was like, and then I just started genuinely laughing at you. When did we do this? This was in the summer we went, um, <laughs> when you. I feel like I don't remember this. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole, you and I went out for brunch. We had that. Oh, yes. With the homeless man. Yes. Oh my God. I'm like, which, which time were you talking sorry, about? But sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. So the thing is, one of my, my friends mentioned this too. Like I've, this has happened a few times where like, hey, like I'll record Steven and like he'll like be like fake laugh and I'll do it. I don't yeah. know what it is. Um, I don't know if I'm really good at it or if you I'm like are. really bad at it, but um, it's just, I don't know. It's just like I smile, open your mouth and like, <laughs> and you find something funny and then people like, I don't know. And then people, it, it's really good in conversation. Sometimes if like, you're like, sometimes if I'm not listening, I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> laugh now. Like, hope it's appropriate. Yeah. That's so um, but I've always tried to integrate that because I feel mm-hmm. like all my pictures are smiley based because I can't, be serious. I don't think I can do a smolder. I don't think I, I. I'm with you. So I feel like my default is smiling, and which is not a bad default. Where some brand. people like it's do so like good. different things. So it's like now, I have resting bitch face, so I'd rather smile. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you do what you got to do. Like what makes sense for you. Like I don't and, know what my face is, but something <laughs> else. <laughs> <Just> utter disdain. <laughs> She's like I'm pissed. I, I, think I'm, I think I'm always laughing or smiling. I think or, you are too. Or just. Sh- shading someone <laughs> <laughs> well you know the like the modelly people are just like mm, smiles mm. smile like with your eyes closed and then just like not i think if you're in like high fashion sure but then i'd always don't find it approachable i'm like do you want someone that doesn't like show like you know a little tip and trick um from one of my clients she did a video on like how to smile for instagram and to get the pout say this. prune i've heard and then when you finish the word prune your lips are like <laughs> perched and they take the photo and i tried it i look like a goddamn fool but she looked like a goddamn model. i heard the mayor the olsen twins started that that's what they said once oh, in an really interview. the prune okay never mind. Prune. Prune. prune i feel like an idiot <laughs> you look like an idiot David. <laughs> not you specifically like i feel like, like i look like Gigi hadid when she was trying to make fun of melania trump like prune. oh my god <laughs> okay I'll look it right up. over everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> that's Steve Detective laughing. Is this a good time? I wasn't I was like, listening. That was our yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Should we pick one last question before we wrap it up? Um, sure. Okay. If you could describe your personal brand in three words, what would it be? Um, personal brand. Um, Smiley, yeah, <laughs> gay. <laughs> uh, uh, what's my third one? Uh, fashionable, very fashionable. If I say questionable, I said questionable. Yeah, we could say fashionable. I guess. 
I don't think yeah, about I it agree. if you were like pitching yourself to a brand. You can only say three words that describes like you and your content and your yeah. entire brand. If I yeah, if I pitch a brand, I'm typically like, um, I don't know if it's weird, your uncle. I am personable and bubbly yeah. and amazing. You want to work with me? So <laughs> yeah. <bad. laughs> um, but yeah, I think smiley. I wouldn't tell a brand like, hey, I'm gay. <laughs> Work with me. Yeah, I mean, uh, with your hashtags, I'm sure they can tell. Oh, there's like gay yeah, in there. Yeah. Hashtag gay and gay fitness. I love it. Gay Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. Um, so good. That, yeah. Wow. It's the world of influ- or Instagram influencers. It's a different world and I'm trying to become you. So thank you for all the tips. This was fun. I like this. Fun. This is your first podcast, right? Yeah. Are you going to start one? I, you know, I mentioned today on the walk, I was like, it'd be fun, but I think like it's a lot of work and I don't know how to like even, like you guys have a, such a good setup. Like if I was thinking like, oh my God, my house, what would I do? Like a little like mic in my room. Okay. That's what we yeah. were doing, Oof. but like we have a fairy godmother. Yeah. Named Colin. Fairy godfather. Colin. Fairy godfather. We Colin. literally bought mics for the first season and it was just off Amazon. And I broke mine twice. Literally, <laughs> literally would just like pick it up like this and it just broke in half twice oh, on me. And I was like, uh, yeah. Um, it is, I'm not gonna lie, it's a lot of work to like, we don't edit our podcast. I think it's very prevalent that we don't do it. <laughs> but I don't think you even had to. If like there was no like no, gap, it was good. And like, we we're normal people, but like the social media and the schedule. TR does all the social media. I'm shit at it. Half the time I don't <laughs> I do. post she shit. She would text me. She's like, okay, send me a cute picture and we're gonna like, I'm gonna create a fun little thing. And like, <laughs> I can't wait. They're gonna see it because it's gonna be our announcement photo on Instagram. Yeah. Do you guys find like, now I'm asking you a question. Yeah, How do you it. guys find like, because it's your, your marketing like a podcast. It's mm-hmm. not like a personal, like you can add personal elements to it, but how do you guys like even start to like market it? We're still trying to figure that out. It's a whole new beast. We're also like a pretty like strong start for like being like nobodies. Cause I feel like the podcast world is definitely dominated by like celebrities that totally. like, they're not on a TV show right now. They don't have a project. So they're yes. like, I'm going to start a podcast. And they already have the thousands and thousands of followers. Honestly, consistency. Like you can't just start a podcast and only post one episode once a month like you have to have a consistent once a week and then we have like a social media schedule like we post three times a week and then our stories and i think consistency so even on like what even if on a platform for like the podcast what does it live on is it on a different app or is it we use anchor and they're the ones that like distribute it out to like spotify and itunes Uh, and stuff like like that we don't do a lot in that sense no and the only thing that sucks about is like you can see your like overall like how many listens you get and we get somewhat of a analytics on like the geographics demographics and stuff but you don't get it per platform so it's like yeah. we can never go to like spotify and be like hey yeah. like all of our listeners are like 100 percent female like yeah. you should work with us yeah we don't uh, get that or we don't get like how long like i wonder how long the listen is per like if one person listened how long did they listen for you know what i mean yeah, right. like, where's the drop off yeah. sort of thing but, but i emailed them so email them and <laughs> say what i emailed them just to see if there's any more because apparently in the u.s they have like way more stuff and yeah they, they actually uh-huh. like they, they get paid they can find you brand integrations but because we're fucking canadian <laughs> they won't so i they actually emailed one of my clients to start a podcast and then i emailed back pretending that another person had a podcast but it was just me and i was like okay they have a couple questions they're canadian i'm <laughs> 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 so contact with them now but like such a piss off like they message her and they're like we want her to start a podcast and you're like okay like how much are you gonna pay her like what's the setup and they're like no we just want her to start one yeah <laughs> oh just, just use our platform how does everyone get paid through podcasts is it through like lessons like youtube in a way like or is it totally different it's, it's all brands. ads just ads. oh so like itunes doesn't pay spotify it's literally just ads because i know people like there's a girl um that she's like has a podcast and i think it's like done very well but it's like built her own personal brand on instagram now and um it's cool, like to see, like because yeah. you can you can you can be on Instagram, start a podcast. You can start on podcasts, jump to Instagram, 
if it it's awesome. builds up popularity. Cross-platform pollination. It's amazing. That first <laughs> brand that you worked for that only paid you 450 tell them we'll do it for 200 <laughs> <laughs> They want tell you. Tell them will do it for a box of pizza. <laughs> oh, my God. Yum. Honestly, I would do a lot of stuff for a box of pizza. Oh. <laughs> do tell. I feel like... Yeah, pizza is pretty great. I mean, it's been a very long time, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're single? Yes. How's the dating life in Vancouver? So I've officially, um, on Hinge anyways, I've just plopped myself in Seattle. I mean, you know what? I'm going to go for an American guy. I. You've lied? You're no, no, like I'm just like saying, like uh, I will let them know that I'm in Vancouver. I'm like, let's entertain this. I'm risky. Like I'll go to like Seattle for a first date. Like I don't care. But I'd rather, the p- dating pool is like they are hotter like in, bef- in america like they are they're, <laughs> yeah. they're like there's something's in the water there it's hot. we're here it's like i'm like who are these men i'm not interested in like 95 percent of them well the, yeah. vancouver dating pool like i mean oh i God. haven't been single for many of years Good i've never even you. i've never even had to use the I'm dating apps single. i never got on tinder hinge <laughs> okay, and stop bragging okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm too single <laughs> but um, I'm low key jealous that I've never gotten to swipe before. Like no, I do anytime that someone like even opens it next to me, I'm like, can I swipe for you? <sighs> You've swiped on mine and your your taste is questionable. <laughs> it's but really hard to know other people's tastes. It's actually it funny. You know what? I'll end this podcast on a story talking Please. about dating life. Um everyone knows that I'm five eleven because I talk about it all the time because I hate it. Yeah. And the only thing that I find hot in a guy is if you're over six feet. So when you started <laughs> Everyone listening, Steven is like six, 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 seven. You're actually that tall. Yeah, he's so tall. Oh my god. She didn't believe me today. She was like, "Um, you're not six, seven. I was like, "No, I like seriously am." <laughs> yeah, he's so <laughs> tall. And so when he walked in, I was like, immediately like, "This is the hottest dude ever." And I was telling all the friends, "I'm like, who's this new guy, Steven? Like, he's so tall. He's so cute. Like, he's so quiet and mysterious. Like, he never talks." <laughs> Um, uh, so I'm so excited. I'm going to talk to him at the happy hour. And you open your mouth and it's immediately new. You like men too. <laughs> it's funny because I also, I reached out to you to hang out once. I was like, I, th- oh, yeah. I just thought like, I thought Tony Rose was like, she seems like really fun. She's always laughing. She's always doing something. So the then funnest. I like was sitting at my like desk. You know, people like, I don't know if it's the same now, but at least like two years ago, you were like pretty much like sometimes segmented with like your islands. group, yep. your islands. Um, so I messaged her once. I said, do you want to like grab coffee? And she's like, yeah. And then I think Nicole started coming eventually too. Yeah, she, because I was like, oh my God, he totally just asked me out. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nicole came and we became a cute little And we would go to shoppers and shoppers. Uh, we still do. Like not like get out of work. It's like, I wonder if I go there for 20 minutes. Um, Steven, she's now my manager. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell her that. <laughs> funny. We were actually like talking today. Cause I was like, Oh, like you guys were like actually like friends. And I was like, I think it's like me and Steven have said like three sentences to each other. But when Cause you sat here. in the other room. I think you were, the, they were like the far yeah. end and you were like in the room. Oh, That's yeah. why that they made us move out. Cause yeah. like, it's so intimidating that you're in there. I was like, but we get so much more work done yeah. back there, but I kind of miss it. We had a window. Never, we had I, a window. I never. I wasn't in the room when I was on that team. It so was I a good know. room. We had a window. There's <laughs> many windows in the there room. There actually right isn't though. I was always jealous of the people that worked upstairs. So I was like, no. no, but like they have a night. They're, they're like situations that's more well lit. It's like natural. It's just like it's, it's, it's no. The, it's, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I mean, no. I don't want to work like like I meant like if our teams were up there, I think it'd be like a nicer situation. You don't yeah, think? Maybe. No, I get that because we're so loud. Like we should be up there because everyone upstairs is so quiet. And yeah. Yeah. Come down here, it's just like blah, 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 blah. like we're so loud. Honestly, I think it's me and you that are the loudest. We like are. there's sometimes where like you can hear a pin drop, and then there's just me and Tony. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, again, we've talked about this many times. But I'm very self-conscious. 
but actually this one guy who he always makes fun of me for being loud this week I've been like okay this week and he was like oh were you away this past week and I was like no and he's like you're so quiet I'm like Thank you so much. I'm trying. <laughs> was it because I was away? Yeah. <laughs> well, even when I got here, I was like, who oh, put... I didn't even think about that. <laughs> well, I was like, who put her and Nicole beside each other? I was like, what? Like, they're going to talk the whole time. We've actually been pretty good. Nicole's never there. She likes to hang out in the den, so... Oh. And me and Tony Ross are the ones that get into it. It's actually, that's how this podcast started because we like <laughs> got like true. low key, like we didn't get in trouble or anything, but we were just like, we got we were just like hey, bit. you guys, it's like really loud. And then I was like, huh, why don't we just like start a podcast <laughs> so we could talk then? And we we're like, yo, let's start a podcast. I literally was like, can we call it? We apologize. It's <laughs> been the name of my life. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. Yeah. We need to do apology of the week. Do you have an apology? Ooh. You don't, you don't need to do it. I have I, one if you don't. I kind of have one, but oh, you guys go. No, you guys no, go. no, no, no. You go. You go. Uh, uh, but this is like so innocent. It's like not even like. I, I don't know, but there was a time like uh, two days ago, three days ago. Um, um, yeah, I pay like you know you pay like Starbucks with your like phone now or whatever. Yes. Um, so like I'd ordered like a coffee and they just like the guy just didn't like um, charge me and I was like I'm not gonna say anything and then I just like walked away <laughs> from it and I was like I don't know that a part of me because I go to that same Starbucks a lot I was like should I but anyway it doesn't matter I feel like Starbucks has a billion dollars not gonna two thirty five gone like. It's fine. Honestly, you just apologize for right now. Let it go and move forward. This is kind of a therapeutic <laughs> session. <laughs> it's always when you do something drunk and stupid that you need to apologize or you're mean to your fiance. Or you what did you me, guys do? My apologies are always me being mean. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> mine too. Actually, I'm pretty nice. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. What's, what's your apologies? I can't even remember now. Wait, what did you say mine should be? I can't even remember what it was. Oh, your um, fiance went to Vegas this weekend. Oh. Oh, oh okay, 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 okay. Did we get permission? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, this one's not that bad. No, like my... Yeah, so Steve went to Vegas for his stag because we're getting married in June. And Brand deals for the wedding. <laughs> Free wedding um, dress. Yeah. Oh, imagine. <laughs> um, but I said, I was like, the one rule, like, obviously, outside of, like, don't cheat on me. Obviously, it's like... <laughs> that's a so rule that's of like, life, a, like given, That's right the then? general rule. But I was like, outside of that, I'm like, I don't care if you go to the strip club. By all means, go to strippers. I don't care. I don't care when he goes here either. But I was like, I just don't like the thought of strippers going to the hotel room. I yeah, find weird. it really grimy. I was like, yeah. go to the club, pay the extra money, go get a dance in a private room for all I care. Just do not bring it to the hotel room. Because I've just, like, heard about it before, and, like, it didn't even, like, seem like a good experience to anyone. So I was like, why would you even want that? So on his, like, last night, like, he was, like, messaging me, like, a little bit throughout the weekend. And I was, like, very complimented by it. And I was like, <laughs> what are you guys up to? And it was already, like, quite late. And he's like, oh, we're just waiting for the strippers to get here. And I was like, Steven, that was the one thing I asked you not to do. That is so disrespectful. And I was like, I'm going to remember this. I'm going to Vegas for my stay again <laughs> in a couple of months. Like you made the mistake of going first. So like, if you're going to piss me off, like this is what I'm going to yeah. do. And he's like, what do you expect? Like the guys just want it here. Like what, like there's, it's like me against six other people. And I was like, I don't care. I don't want the stripper there. And I was like, you know what? Fine, whatever. Have a good night sort of thing. And I just like <laughs> turned my phone off. And he's like, yo, I'm just kidding. We're going to the strip club. And I was like, why did you do that? Yeah. Like, why do you want to get yeah. a rise out of me? Just to like you piss you off. I'm changing your apology. He's apologizing. I'm, I'm apologizing <laughs> on his behalf to Honestly, you. Honestly, <laughs> he doesn't even like listen to our podcast. So like, <laughs> <laughs> he's not even going to hear that. But you like talk even. shit. Yeah. I just... Uh, I don't know if we're really just rambling, but I mean, I like it. even the strip club thing, I'm like, I wouldn't, like, 
there's no element like gay strip club, straight strip club. I'm like, what about it, it is fun? I like, love it, it. you actually love a strip I club. I love it so fun. I get all, so nervous. I get uncomfortable. I've, yes. I've had a stripper at my house, and I've been to a strip club. <laughs> the strip okay. club at the house, I do agree. It's it is fun. But for dudes, I think it's different. But like I have a bunch of girls with a guy, it's like really fun. But um, at this circle, I, just, I don't know. I just love it. I went with my. It was really funny. The first time I ever went was. With but my, would you be a regular? Like I hit no. The, like, oh my god! But no, people but are. No, I would never do that. I heard that fun. the number five orange has really good lunch. I've been. <laughs> is that a circle <laughs> here? Buffet? Yeah, it's What's like. What's it called? Number, number five. Number five orange. orange. It's oh, on it's like, like the, the corner one. of like. Hastings. So yeah, it's on East Hastings. I've been to that, and I've also been to the penthouse. Oh, it's really fun. The first time I ever went to a strip club was with my best friend's boyfriend. It was just me and him. It was the funniest night of my life. Um, but I just love it. I don't know. It's fun to go with a group of people. Obviously, I would never if you go have alone. a group and you have a table, then it's an experience. Yeah. I went with like me, Steve, one of my girlfriends. It was her birthday, and she's like, "I've never been to a strip club. I really want to go." And yeah. it was only my second time, and it was um you could pay to get American $1 bills to like throw at the strippers on the stage. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so we're sitting like front row. We're like, yeah. we're ready to go. And this girl. Front row, full, ready to go. And we're just like Dollar watching. Dollar bills in hand. And there was this beautiful girl before and she was just doing like these like very beautiful aerial acts. And you're like, this is, yes, love it. But then this yes. other, the next girl came out. <laughs> oh my God. She just like immediately took her bottoms off and was like, Playing oh. with herself in front oh. of my face. Now that's something you like, pay for. Ah. And it was just so close for comfort. I was like, I just like were you in felt America? Like it was like on my face. I missed this. Were what? you in America or you just had American bills? No, this was a number five orange. Oh shit! I was gonna say because I feel like it's more tamed in Canada. But the grossest thing, the grossest thing about a strip club is in between acts. They obviously have to wash the pole, so they'll come in with a bucket and they have to wash their own pole. Yeah, oh, they have to clean so up after That is really gross. But it's I don't know. It's fun when you're with a group of friends, giving them money. I, like they're really talented. So. I this is like the only story. Oh, I went to one strip club. Maybe this is why I'm like scarred. But I was in university, <laughs> so it was London, Ontario. I was like London, Ontario is a pretty like grimy town um what's your first mistake going well uh so you go there and so this strip club was called beef baron disgusting i know (laughs) but i was in the closet and i went with a bunch of these like i was in a fraternity too like don't you were in the fraternity yeah wait Wait, you were in the closet at that time yeah all of university he was in a frat and he's closet you're coming back we have so many more (laughs) (laughs) but i go i go back and i like we go to this thing and like this strip club like she like stripper took her thing off and like there was I don't even know what to call things anymore like them never seen one you've never seen one I'm like what are what do you what is that um but like there was just like white fluff in like the pubic region and I was like oh and at that point I probably knew I was gay anyways but I was like I am never and then one of the guys was like oh I gave her a few extra bucks like we did something and I was like that's the quality of women at Beef Baron is what you want. Like I can't. No, I'm not. Okay, out. we're booking a flight and going to Beef Baron this weekend. I hope it's not. There. One of my friends was telling me. I think it was like in Kelowna. Like he went like in the middle of the day because it was like apparently like strip joints have really good like lunch Buffet, for summer. Like buffets. I've, heard, I've yeah. heard about this. I've and heard it was like this. dead ass empty. And there was like one girl in the pool. And it's like him, his friend, and like a couple of other people in the strip club. And the girl comes out with like a super soaker, and she's like spray me, and she's just like pretending to be so into it while he's like just spraying her, and he's like, I feel so. <laughs> 
awkward right now. Can you imagine midday? Like, you have to go back to work. You're like, I'm just super soaked. A stripper. Like, <laughs> right like, on. Like, on a things. Wednesday, you're like, do I want to do? Like, it's just like a weird thing. I don't know. They probably have some sweet specials on a Tuesday afternoon. Like, I've heard there's a strip club. I don't know if it's in Yaletown or somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's the one that you were talking about, but someone, like a friend of a friend of a friend, said that they started like dancing there or whatever. Good money. Uh, well, good money, but like apparently it's pretty like uh, strict. Like the manager's like, you cannot, like, there, there's cameras in the room, so you can't, if it's a private dance, like, you can't actually do anything with them. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's kind of yeah. good to make sure that they're, because I, I thought it was like free for all, like, no, the like right the amount of money. No, the super grimy ones are like Maple Ridge, like Caddyshack yeah. type style. Like Ooh. the ones in Vancouver are like they're more or less okay. Yeah. yeah. I would love to interview a stripper. Like, so many questions. So, so you should give us her contact number. <laughs> we probably can't afford their time. They're I like, mean, I can make three thousand dollars in twenty five minutes. Could they do it for a box of pizza? It'd well, be like funny the- if you do it at the strip club. <gasps> Podcast travel on the scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell us what you're doing right now and why. Why is your finger there? Why are you doing that? <laughs> what what uh, what product do you use to disinfect the pole? <laughs> is it, is it all natural? Is it bleach based? <laughs> like what is it? Have is you it ever s- gotten infection? <laughs> 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 oh. Okay, I feel like we should stop while we're on a high note. Uh, thank you so much thank for coming. Thank you. This has been incredible. Our first. This guest. is fun. This oh my god, I feel honored. Oh. Okay, well you have to come back because we have so many follow up questions. I want to like do a podcast now. You could just be your special guest and come on. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Talk like about pop culture. You could be like our response. Like response. Oh my god, I love. We should that. just bring Stephen in for like our monthly roundup. Oh my yes. god, because you're very involved with like pop culture. Oh obviously. yeah. Like, oh, because you guys like do like Grammys and yeah, like. Yeah, we do every month. We do a roundup. I mean, we say we've every done month. One. we've done one, but there is one coming. This the next episode. I think will be the February roundup. What are you talking about in the roundups? Like what, anything that, that happened happens. in February. Oh. Only February. So we'd love to have you on and hear your opinion on scandals. I'm excited. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's excited. do it. Okay. Well, until then, thank you so much for listening. Follow Steven on Instagram. Plug your Instagram. What is it? At Steven, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Kovic, C-O-V-A-C. Because people are never going to spell Steven. No, Or totally. they spell with the B, so which is ways. normal. But. And then follow us at We Apologize Podcast. My personal one's Tony Rose Golden. Mine's Alex with two X's. Kercho, K-E-R-C-S-O. What's your background, by the way? I never want, <laughs> I don't want to ask you this. Full Hungarian. Oh, Hungarian. I did ask you because when I went to Hungary, you gave me tips. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I've she literally... give you the restaurant that was permanently closed? <laughs> and I, she made me go there twice because she was like, no, it's not closed. It's I don't remember. She we'll like, I was like, you have to go to this restaurant. I told everyone because there was like a bunch of people that went to Hungary after I did. And I was like, you have to go here. It's amazing. It's the most authentic Hungarian what food. What was it called? Boom and Brass. Not that I would remember that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But, but anyway, I went there twice. I walked 30 minutes twice to get there, and it was both closed. But anyway. <laughs> I love Hungary. I love Budapest. I only been to Budapest. I love Same. Budapest. But it's very Eastern European. You get off the bus, you're like, huh. Like, you think it's like a war. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. In Prague, there's no f- girls. There's no females. It's really weird. Well, also, you feel so rich. I'm like, here's two American, here's two Canadian dollars, like 20,000 Hungarian dollars. Like, what? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I know. I have so much change left over, though. It's so Same. annoying. Already. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to save this for another day. We got <laughs> yeah, our you're, coming okay. you're coming back. So. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>